back, campers. Don't forget to meet back at your bunks after lunch today for a head count. We'll be taking a special trip to the skating rink. And this afternoon, we'll be watching Xanadu in the rec hall, hosted by the Retro Club. Hello and welcome to the Retro Club. I haven't even gotten a word out. I'm sorry. <laughs> We're your host, Megan. And John. Oh, Lord, y'all. So, kinda... I took a shower before this recording. <laughs> and if you listen to last week's episode, you know that we went to a water park up in northern Illinois. And I got sunburned pretty bad. It's, yeah, and... it's a good time. I didn't burn. But now I'm to the point where it's the burn is gone, but I'm really itchy. And I was in the shower just like schluffing off skin. Yeah, (laughs) it's really nice seeing you. (laughs) It's really nice seeing you not as a pale ghost. Well, even my mother, she was like, look at your freckles. Because when I I get sun, my freckles come out on my face. I know you have like a glow to you. So now I look even more childlike. I'm, I'm very cherub looking with my round red face and freckles. But yeah, oh, just sitting there using that body scrub to get the skin off was uh, sorry Awful if that's gross. Nice. No, it was wonderful to me. Oh. I was just like, <clears throat> I didn't burn. I itch so bad. Like my shoulders and my back itch is so bad. Yeah, like it's really weird having me and you stand next to each other because I'm really tan. <sighs> And you're really... No, it's turning into a tan. No, no, you're tan now. Hush. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, it was our first uh, full week back at work, I guess. Yeah, it's... It wasn't bad. Which Coming back blows. wasn't bad. Nah, I, I say it blows. Well, because my first full week back, like, I'm sitting here... Like all excited and happy that I got to take a couple of days vacation and I come back and other people took vacation. I'm like, how dare they? <laughs> <So>. <laughs> I actually was kind of disappointed. I should have taken more time, but I was thinking of you and I shouldn't have done that. I should have just taken the full week. God dang. Um, ooh, I know something. Ooh, there it is. There's a. Ooh, there it is. <laughs> well, because I'm like, this is boring. I can't think of anything that's really happened in the last week. Something did happen. If any of you guys watch Righteous Gemstones, a oh, new, the new season, season came, out. came out. And so far, it started it's off on fire. Good. Yeah. It's pretty good. If you don't watch Righteous Gemstones, what are you doing? I know. This show is so good. Baby Billy alone is worth watching that show <laughs> Ew, for. No, I hate Baby Billy. Mama told me not to. I did it anyway. <laughs> Misbehaving. If you have Hulu, it is streaming on Hulu. No, it is not. Or uh, HBO Max. HBO Max. Or, yes, it's Max it. now. Yes, whatever. If you have Max, <laughs> it's streaming on there. It's just started its third season. There's only like five or six episodes a season or so. Like, there's not many. Uh, there's, I think, like, uh, there may there's be more. Eight in the first two each. Yeah. This first one just really started. It's only three episodes in. Yeah. So it's. Uh, it's very young. It's pretty good. It's John Goodman, Danny McBride, mm-hmm. Adam Devine. Uh, they're this like super, if you see, uh, oh my gosh, televangelist. Yes. That's the, what they are. It's like, a, it's, it's more mafioso. Oh yeah. I mean, there are, it definitely has like a, the mafia element to it. 
they're a mega church, mm-hmm. but they also have like all this dark secrets Crime and ties. stuff in the family. <laughs> so it's, it's not, so funny. It's not really the religious part is very minimal <laughs> and honestly a little blasphemous. So you can yeah. take that for what you will. Judy alone is <laughs> oh. she's just wonderful. She's a great character, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Keith. That can't forget about Keith. Keith's one of my favorite Keith's characters. Good. Yeah. If you do have kids though, there is full frontal multiple keep that times. In mind. Uh, I think the show starts with that. Yeah, when if you hear Mega Church, it's not kid friendly at no, all. Don't no, let no, kids no, watch no. this. <laughs> definitely, definitely pick and choose. What well, you're if do. you know Danny McBride, you know it's probably not kid friendly. So just don't. Mm-hmm. If you're a fan of what was it, Vice Principals, or Vice, is that what his yeah, other Vice show? Yeah, Vice Principals, uh, Eastbound and Down. Mm-hmm. It's in the same vein as those. Yes. Yeah, I mean, same director and everything. Yep. Whoops. All right. Um. Yeah. There's pretty much. There's not like a lot else going on in our lives. I think right now. No, still too early. I still need to like mow grass and stuff like that. A lot of boring stuff. <sighs> that y'all want to hear about, I'm sure. Oh, a lot of progress on our horror room. Yeah, I've done a lot to that. We're getting really close to, because uh, we still, we don't have a recording space that we want yet. And we're working on that. I feel like you guys get so of sick of hearing yeah. that. <laughs> we are, look, having a one-year-old is tiresome it is hard to get some i mean she is really fun and really cute yeah but she just soaks up every (laughs) inch of extra time you have yes and i'm okay with that yeah definitely but there are some things i like to get done around the house (laughs) if i had just one day it'd be done and complete just one day Mm -hmm. well time to drop the kid off (laughs) (laughs) okay let's get into this movie because we duped y'all, if you didn't notice. Oh, we we played you guys <laughs> like a fiddle. Uh, mostly because I forgot. Um, I had a plan because we quoted this movie so much in our early episodes. And it got requested. And uh, I talked about I wanted to find the perfect time to cover it. And. Oh, we, you did forget something big. I know. We both did. So don't no, you don't, dare. Don't do that because <laughs> no, I didn't forget. I wanted to save this episode for something big. And I decided it was going to be our wedding anniversary our week. Our 12th. So, yes. John and I have been married for 12 years as of the 25th of June, mm-hmm. which is a Good long day. time. Did not realize that much time had passed. But here we are. <laughs> I know. I'm stuck and I don't know how to get out. Oh, Lord. I think we're in too deep now. Yeah. <laughs> Just we're really in it. Can't, can't be doing anything now. I don't want to give up half my stuff. Oh, God. Yeah. That's honestly, I'm like, anytime I get real mad at you, I'm like, can I really sit here and divide all this stuff? Yeah. No. <laughs> it's It starts becoming like a real equation in your head. Is it worth it? Let no. me work it. No, not today. <laughs> Turn my thing down, flip it, and reverse it. All right, so the special episode. <laughs> I wanted to save it for our anniversary week. Mm-hmm. So we did give you a sneak peek of another episode we're going to be doing. <laughs> um, and then realized late that we're like, no, no, do you know what week it is? So <laughs> this week we are covering Xanadu. Xanadu. <laughs> it's long been coming. Mm-hmm. I still want to sing the Roger version from American Dad. Oh, yeah. If you're American Dad fans, it's in there, which we'll get into that in the legacy, I'm sure, at the end. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can save it for that. It's a good movie. Not, I wouldn't say it's great. It's a good movie, though. Xanadu? Yeah. I have no hate for it. 
Okay, now before you just start jumping down my throat, I'm not. tell me, is this a movie that you hadn't seen until my mother showed it to you? Oh, um, honestly? Because I feel like this is one you said you had not seen, and then we all watched it together, and you're like, I'm glad I watched that. Yeah, I hadn't. I have never. I'd never seen Xanadu. Okay, good. Oh, God. <laughs> Coffee coming up. Um, <laughs> the... The movie itself, and I just wanted to make sure that this, because I know another movie I said, I sh- oh, it was uh, Empire Records, I think. And you got so mad when I was like, I showed you that. And you're like, no, you didn't. I know. because <laughs> like, really Yeah, because I'd seen it plenty of times. I mean, I'm pretty sure I went and saw it in theaters. All right. Okay, back to Xanadu. The movie was released on August 8th, 1980. So we're getting pretty close to its anniversary. Yeah. Shoot, that movie's going to be 43. Yeah. That movie is shot to look so old. I thought it was like from the disc era. I would never guess it was from 1980. Mm-hmm. Well, that's the point. It uh, Well, no, you know, it's actually, I thought it was set in the 80s. What? Early 80s. Well, I, unless it's late. I don't know. Anyway, um, it was directed by Robert Greenwald. Mm-hmm. And it was, it's a Universal Pictures film. Yeah, so it had a big company back it. And one of the big music, um, I guess, oh my God, what's the word? Contributors. That's (laughs) one of the biggest contributors to this movie is Electric Light Orchestra. Also known as? Yellow. Yes. One of my favorite groups ever. Oh, I did not know that. Do You you Want My Love? They have a ton of good music. Mr. Blue Sky. Yes. (laughs) This is... um, a musical fantasy is what it is the genre it falls into. I like that. Like musical fantasy. Mm-hmm. And it's rated that sounds PG. Exotic. So it's fun for the whole family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me How go ahead. sexy is that? I'll give you a synopsis before we jump into cast and stuff like that. Yeah. All right. So the synopsis, uh, according to, I believe this is IMDb. Struggling artist Sonny Malone is trapped in a dull job painting album covers. Dull. I wouldn't think that's dull. That would dull. be hard, I would think. Yeah, I, I don't know if dull's a word, but well, he's not happy with it. Anyway, he is instantly attracted to Kira, an anonymous woman randomly photographed in the background of one of his assignments. Did but I just no come one... to the realization that we have a niece named after this movie? She's not named after this movie. I, well, I don't think she's named after Zan, this movie. I do. So you, you even did it too. Anyway, he falls in love, or he's instantly attracted, excuse me, to this anonymous woman in the background of one of his assignments, but no one is able to identify her. So it's one of the the uh, album covers. Yeah, well, I'm getting there. Visiting the auditorium where the cover was shot, Sonny finds the mysterious beauty, an ageless Greek muse, who encourages him to team up with old-fashioned Danny McGuire to build a roller skating disco. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's the movie. Stick this out, people, because if you've <laughs> not seen Xanadu, I will say right now it's not streaming anywhere for free, so that sucks. But you can shell out two ninety nine, three ninety nine on a streaming service and go watch it, and then come back here because it's an experience. Right. It's it's not a bad. It's not bad. It's I mean an hour and forty minutes. You can make time for that. Um. Uh, oh, did I give? It's hour and thirty three. It's oh, the runtime. I thought it was an hour and thirty nine. I don't know. Whatever. Okay, let's talk about the cast. First of all, front and center, Kira is played by none other than Olivia Newton-John. Coming off of Greece, yes. 
which is their big pushing point for mm-hmm. this movie. Uh, Gene Kelly plays Danny McGuire. Oh, yeah. I guess it, it is Gene Kelly, isn't it? Yeah. Which we don't have, you know, Olivia Newton-John, her big moneymaker is Grease. But Gene Kelly's in the rain. dancing in, or yeah, singing in the rain. Sorry. Dancing in the rain. Is that what you're going to say? Yeah. <laughs> he was also in other movies like Brigadoon, On the Town, The Pirate, all these weird like musical type movies. But singing in the rain yeah, is his he was most. Really light on his feet. Yeah. Michael Beck plays Sonny. Which I don't really recognize I didn't much recognize of his him other from anything. Stuff. He was in the Warriors the year before this. Oh. Yeah, I guess he would be the, the leader of the of the gang. Yeah, he was in Megaforce. Don't know in nineteen eighty two. I know the Warriors. It looks like something you would watch. I don't know. You should look up Megaforce. What the hell does that mean? <laughs> look at it. Look at the cover of this. Hold on. Let me just pull this up real quick. Oh, I said real quick. That's the cover. I just zoomed in. Yeah, I probably it looks that. like a, oh, looks like something on GI Joe. Dang it, there it is. Yeah, it looks like something. It was on like G. zoomed Joe. in on his thigh. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, so he plays Sonny, and then honestly, the rest of the people in here are not notable. That sounds terrible, but like, so Olivia Newton-John does play one of the muses, the only named muse, which is Kira, and then there's like six or seven other muses or something. Mm-hmm. Lynn Latham, Sharice Bates. I mean, I don't, that sounds terrible, but. Oh, the man that would end up marrying the living John's in this too. Matt. Latanzi. Yeah, Latanza. Latanzi. However you say it. I think we both said it wrong. It's fine. He plays a young (laughs) Danny McGuire. Mm hmm. Yeah, he's a piece of crap in real life too, so. And like a couple of his co workers, there was. Uh, a guy, Fred McCarran, plays Richie. I think that's one of his co-workers. Mm-hmm. James Sloyan plays Simpson, who I think is the boss. It's These are just people who yeah, we didn't don't, have, like, really big careers. Yeah, we don't have to give all these names. These people are... No. Now, I mean, Olivia <laughs> Newton-John know. is your driving force. Michael Beck, I don't even know if he really... Danny McGuire would have been the other polling name, honestly. Not yeah. even your second lead. You just need to know ELO. <laughs> so the budget for this movie... Was $10 million. Not bad. Which. I I think that's. uh, that's, I think that's. Yeah. It's a little high, but kind of on par. I mean, to have have Olivia coming off Greece. My God, she probably got half that. (laughs) I don't don't know about that. No, that's not crazy. (laughs) Well, the box office, it did make its money back. It got 23 million at the box office. Mm -hmm. Even though this movie is like universally panned. Mm hmm. It, I, you can't say people didn't watch it because it, it doubled its money. That's true. It did. It did make its money back. Nowhere near the success of Grease. No. They they tried to follow up the musical or a musical with another musical. And uh, I don't think it had the effect they were hoping for. But it's still an entertaining movie. We tried to uh, kind of not give a lot of love like we wanted to to Grease. Still didn't work. Like Grease, Grease is our first diamond movie. I think so. Yeah, I believe it was freaking crazy. Well, <laughs> I don't really have anything else. Uh, if you just want to jump in, yeah, to our favorite parts. Our twenty-five. Twenty-five. I'm just joking. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Opening credits. No, um, <laughs> I don't know. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. 
Oh, God. Okay. I know which one I want to say for last. The mm-hmm. rest of it's just kind of like, mm, so what? That sounds terrible. But um, I will say I like the scene where you first get to meet Sonny when he's at his job and you get to see just like the intricate work of which isn't I don't even know if it, people do this anymore where they would take album work. Oops. That was your watch. Oh, <laughs> they would take album covers like record covers and they would paint them on large scales to like mm-hmm. hang on the side of buildings and stuff like that. Like that sounds like a really cool job. So when they describe it as dull, that kind of bummed me out. Well, he's just painting someone else's work. That was, yeah, that's his thing. When you first meet Sonny, he's really good at what he does. Yeah, like he's, he's he's excellent. He's painting these album covers, but he has like this tiff with his boss where he's like, I want to make, I want to make something. I'm sick of doing other people's work. And uh, you just get a feel for it. Like, I don't know. First of all, the hair, the look <laughs> of this movie. It's so, I don't want to get too deep into it because we will later. But you just get a vibe for who he is. Like, you can't box an artist in. Yeah. Everybody in this movie has hair like, what's his name, Leif Garrett? Or <laughs> what's his what's uh, Peter Frampton? Oh. Everybody in this movie tries to have hair like them. Goodness. <laughs> yeah, but I like that scene when you first get to meet uh, Sonny. I almost yeah, said Danny, sure. not Danny. Sonny. I think my first scene is the scene on the beach. Oh, when he's like roller skating on mm-hmm. the boardwalk. And he sees her and she just is like has her arms out and stuff. She's just <laughs> getting it. <laughs> she, Man, that's like make way. Yeah. <laughs> She's in this flowing dress. She it was wearing really all nice white, stuff. wasn't she? Mm, yeah, like white or just a light color, pink maybe. Who knows? Yeah. But yeah, because everyone's out there in like their bikini tops and their short <laughs> shorts and their whatever, mostly swimsuits and... Then here she comes in like this flowing, <laughs> flowing dress on roller skates. You want one thing I didn't remember about this movie is how tan Olivia Newton-John is. Mm-hmm. She has a real, real nice, like natural tan. But then I also have to remember that she's Australian. <laughs> they do. They make her look very innocent in this movie, too, mm-hmm. that she has a, a very good girl type aura about her because i think she even has ribbons in her hair or something when he first sees her yes so she's very pristine kind of yeah i don't know (laughs) she's just (laughs) floating if you will among these people which is kind of true yeah i could agree with that because i can i'll go ahead and follow up that scene my second scene he (laughs) Because he follows her when he sees her on the skates. I do like the scene where... He, like, bumbling idiot trips up and stuff, too. Yeah, he tries to keep up with her, and she keeps, like, looking back at him and laughing (laughs) and ends up cutting a corner. And when he comes around the corner, she's gone, but there's this huge mural of all these muses standing in front of of the building. And he walks up, and he sees her painted on the wall, and he, like... What? Yeah, he's, like, trying to... (laughs) He's like, I just saw this chick who, like, what the heck? And when they come out of, I mean, he's not there when they come out of the wall, but when he leaves, they start like dancing out of the wall. It's very literally his muse. When it says musical fantasy, I mean, that's pretty spot on as far as genre goes. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if a movie has been that attached to something that nicely. Mm -hmm. Because that's exactly what this movie is. But it's cool because when the muses come out of the, the wall, 
mm-hmm. they like it's almost like this light dances out and then they materialize into actual people and they take off into the world and they're going out and doing what muses do. They inspire people. That's the whole point. Of, <laughs> because if you know anything about Greek mythology, that's they're there to inspire artists in their work. So all the muses just shoot out and go find someone. And of course, Kira, the head muse, she's not the head muse, but of course she's the, the lead has attached herself to Sonny as an artist. That's a good, honestly, that was a good drop. Thanks. This <laughs> <laughs> rode right off of my last one. Oh, sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, I'm a big fan of that part with the sisters and the father. Is that the beginning of the movie where she decides that she's going to go to earth? Oh, when she actually goes up into the, is Sunny with her or no? No. Um, do you know what I'm talking about? It was just like in the, like a big black nothingness and she's talking to Zeus. Yeah. Her father. Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. She's, I mean, I don't, is she the youngest muse? I can't remember. This sounds terrible. I can't remember. She had a bunch of sisters though. I remember that. My mom is screaming right now. I know she is. (laughs) She hasn't seen as many times as Greece, but she has seen this a handful of times. Yeah. Well, okay. Look, with this movie being a musical, I can't not pick a musical scene. My next one's a musical scene. I know. That's, I had a hard time. I'm like, do I want to have all five of them be songs? Because they could, but I don't, I didn't want to do that. So I think the first one, which, uh, Magic, I think is playing though, mm-hmm. when he first sees her, which is a song sung by Olivia Newton, John, uh, I think it was a, it charted something. I don't remember. I guess I didn't look up. I'll give you all those oh, numbers. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thanks. I almost had a panic attack. I was like, was I supposed to know that? No, <laughs> I don't know that. Um, I think I'm going to pick my next scene is when they sing suddenly or when she sings suddenly, excuse me. And it's not her character, but it's playing in the background. <laughs> Again, another Olivia Newton-John song, but it's when she meets up with Sonny again and because he hunts down the building that's in the background of that. That building is really like, it's kind of awkward. It's cool looking. I don't know. Yeah. It's weird, but he ends up going to this building and it's abandoned of course, but it's wonderful for roller skating because it's that's like, what they do. In it, yeah. <laughs> uh, just like concrete floor or tile floor or something. And he ends up skating around there and he finds Kira in there and he's like who are you and she's like oh nobody and she's being (laughs) coy whatever and they end up singing this song starts playing this love song called suddenly (laughs) it's a really good song and they're just skating through an abandoned building and falling in love yeah just instant it's like time right but to her this is kind of her job that's what she's supposed to do so it doesn't really phase her at first he's super infatuated but the point of a muse is i mean the person you are inspiring almost does fall in love with the muse always. right so to her this is like meh so she doesn't expect to have reciprocating feelings but we wouldn't have a movie if it didn't happen or a song <laughs> or the song suddenly <laughs> 
<laughs> but that's my next scene is skating in the abandoned warehouse because it always this sounds so stupid that abandoned building and it looks nothing like a building here in town no but it reminds me of a building kind of close to our house uh-huh. it's the nrk building <laughs> where it's got the glass up at the top oh yeah it's not green it's not weird shaped but for some <laughs> reason when i see the nrk building i'm like xanadu <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just shape. Uh, maybe it's just the glass. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, that was my next scene. <laughs> um, my next scene. Oh, probably the scene that has the tubes in it. Where they're just rocking for no reason. Oh, the band. I was like, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, I'm like, what kind of tubes are you talking no, about? No, no, no. That's the name of the band. Oh, yeah. Because we haven't even brought up Danny. No. So... I don't want to like step on your toes here. No, no, no. Go ahead. This is this is a scene where it's like all this music and then it just keeps jumping into different genres. I know. It's a really good scene, honestly. I wanted to save that for my last scene. I'm going to be totally I'm sorry. honest with you. It's okay. It's my favorite scene in the movie. I think when you're talking about where it kind of clashes together. Mm-hmm. Yes. I thought that was really good for this movie. I, I can go ahead and use this scene. It's fine. It's okay. my fourth. Um so I'll just piggyback off you if that's okay. That's fine. All right. So Danny ends up meeting Sonny somehow. He runs into him on the boardwalk, I think. And I'm glad that I really need you to like, take <laughs> take this one because I've only seen Xanadu like once. Okay. So Megan's got to lead most of this. All right. Well, thank goodness I've got my coffee here with dairy in it. So my throat's yeah. nice and coated for this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so Danny, uh, Sonny ends up meeting Danny, who's an older gentleman. I mean, Danny's, I gosh darn it, I keep mixing their names up. Sonny is, I don't know, 20s, I'd say mid to late 20s. Do you realize that you said Danny, Sonny? You just keep naming people from Greece. That's their names. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. They did yeah. it. Kinnicky, he's somewhere in there. So Sonny is the album artist, and I would say he's like mid to late 20s, I guess. And then Danny is Mm -hmm. uh, like 40s, 40s to 50s. Yeah, he's old. He's He's older. And they end up meeting up. And long story short, they end up having like a business deal that they want to get together because he's like, you're an artist. I want to start some type of like place where people can go and dance and have fun and Sonny's like that's crazy I love dancing and roller skating (laughs) and he tells him he's got this building Mm -hmm. and they find the building and of course Kira's the one who name drops it and tells him to call it Xanadu and so they're both like you like cocaine (laughs) they both have this idea that they they definitely want to be like a dance hall but the problem is Sonny is more new wave, new age, where he wants rock and roll. It's the 80s. We're mm-hmm. getting into that. Not quite metal, hair metal, but like He's moving rock towards and like roll. pop rock. Yeah. And like ELO. Danny tubes. loves the 40s and 50s. He loves the swing. He Cabaret likes stuff. all that stuff. And so they're kind of this song I'm getting so deep in the scene because it's my mm-hmm. favorite. This song is, and what is it called? Let me see if I can find it in here. Ugh. Is it just called Dancing? Um, I don't remember the name of the song, but it's Dancing and something else. And 
so you have Danny's vision coming to life where he's picturing big band and mm-hmm. he's thinking of the girls almost think like a USO show where it's the girls are in their dresses and the guys are all a lot of swing kind of swing stuff. Yes. And like jump jive, then you will. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you got the, the trumpets and the stuff like that and all these girls dancing. And then Sonny's, idea kind of pops in and starts materializing too and he's like no i'm thinking alt rock head banging i want to see guitar electric guitars i want to see mm-hmm. girls all strapped up on stuff and fishnets yeah and-, and then it starts playing that song and it's these two colliding ideas going back and forth and eventually my favorite scene is where the two actually the two sets come together mm-hmm. and the two songs go together oh get cold chills just thinking about it <laughs> and uh they realize that they don't have to have they don't have to decide on one idea or another they they can combine the two and have something that no one's ever done before and they're going to call it Xanadu and something for everybody Yes, yeah, so it appeals to the younger people, and it can also draw in the older crowd, and it's going to be a good Something time. Something for everybody. We're all going to be skating and enjoying our time. And doing coke. <laughs> and probably doing coke, yes. Yes. So, all right, Shu, what's your next scene? How many scenes <laughs> have we done now? That was my... I think we have two left each. This is your fourth, and then I've got my fifth. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I think my next scene from Xanadu... If you want the truth. From Xanadu, not from anything from Xanadu. else. From okay. I, I was going to throw out another Living Newton-John movie, but then I was like, wait, that's not this movie. No. No, I'm a big fan of the end where Olivia Newton-John's outfit just magically changes. Oh, yeah. That's so good. <laughs> yeah, the ending of this movie is actually fun. Because she does start out the very, like innocent looking girl but at the end you see her go through so many wardrobe changes where have we seen this before oh oh <laughs> no she does she she's in so many different outfits at the i know end. and it ends with her in like that gold getup, which is cool. yeah your dad really likes that i mean did you like it yeah <laughs> okay yeah because your dad he just never gives like olivia newton john any props for anything but he really likes her in that he doesn't. Yeah, I think that just at the end there, it's just that's the the title song is Xanadu when she's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Can't cry on cue. But then you have the other muses in that scene that they all show back up, even though you don't see them much in the movie. There's a lot of crazy dancing too in this. Yeah, like you have the people even dancing on skates. I'm like, how the hell are you doing that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was just a different time. I didn't realize how big skating was. And then I had to think back to when I was a kid and my like grandma and them watched roller derby. I was like, yeah, I guess skating was kind of a big deal. (laughs) And then now it's gotten really big. There's this place in our hometown called the Wigwam. (laughs) (laughs) It's where the kids go to have a really jolly time. A jolly time. How Mm -hmm. old are you? (laughs) I can't say what they're doing there. Meg, we are past that getting to go to Wigwam, have a good time part. Like, my ankles will swell just getting out of my shoes. Yeah, I'm like 20 years too late yes. going to the Wigwam. <laughs> like, just thinking about having to bend over to freaking tie them up makes Let me sick. <laughs> yes. Remember, remember, we went to a birthday party of a couple, just, this has only been a couple years back. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like all excited about getting out on the skates till I got the skates on. And I realized, oh, I'm old now. Mm-hmm. Like I was thinking about da- like the falling over part. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what if I break an ankle? Just everything. <laughs> like there's nothing a 30 year old body loves more than just rapid movement. <laughs> Oh, I forgot. You actually, the scene you were talking about, just to back up a little bit for your fourth scene, uh-huh. um, that's a twofer. Remember they do the all over the world? That's oh, why they yeah. have all the all over the world. <laughs> just like that. <laughs> <laughs> and then it goes into Xanadu. That's when she's in the gold outfit. That's right. I was looking at the song list. I'm like, I know there's something else about that scene. But yeah, it's when the guys are in like the zoot suits and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then some of them are wearing like the like 1970s garb because apparently even going into the 80s people were just still wearing that stuff i mean this was fresh 80s yeah this was 1980 yeah it. <laughs> but yeah they you just get to see everyone it they're dressed throughout time yeah and i'm positive cool. you see someone's coke come out of their sock when they're dancing so much drug reference john <laughs> i'm just saying <laughs> okay this is a disco era movie I am, it is. Uh, all I can think of is I'm Alive, that song. Oh, ELO. yeah. <laughs> ELO. <laughs> okay. I am torn between two scenes for my fifth one. I guess I can have an honorable mention, too. Mm-hmm. I'm, I have to do this. Is, this can't be an honorable mention. Okay. <laughs> so the thing is, when she meets Sonny and becomes his muse, He's all excited and falls in love with her and she kind of sorts to start to get feelings for him too. But you find out when Danny gets in the picture and he becomes Sonny's partner, the first thing he says when he actually gets to meet Kira, he's like, you look super familiar. Oh, yeah. And she was like, "Hmm, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, he starts having these flashbacks and he's like, no, no, I remember. And you find out that Kira was Danny's muse back yeah. went around the same age as Sunny, and it flashes back to uh yeah she's in like the uso get up with the the hat the military hat and and that's what's stuck with him all the military years. skirt and it's them and it's the song whenever you're away from me and i love that song oh that's so good but then it's kind of sad because danny also fell in love with her too as his he's, muse and he's kind of been chasing that this whole time yeah, and she was his inspiration, and now she's Sonny's muse, and I don't know, the fact that they were able to find each other again, and it's kind of sad to see Danny and, not Sandy, Danny and Kira <laughs> <laughs> when Danny was younger, at, well, yeah, when he was younger, and just how much he loved her, and then she once he accomplished what he needed to or she thought that he didn't need her anymore she disappeared from his life and now here he is here she is like 20 years later 20 plus years later and she hasn't aged a day but he's getting older and then she just he he is like the living definition of living in the past Mm -hmm. but that i love that song whenever you're away from me that's so good that was actually gonna be my last scene was it okay yeah it was either that good, good choice Or the don't walk away when it turns into like cartoon. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know what made them add that. They just wanted an element of everything. But that scene really made me break down how the movie worked. Because you had to realize that she was like eons old. 
Oh yeah, time. Like she's was. lived through yeah. She's went through so many millennia and stuff like that. Her father is Zeus. Right. So <laughs> And then you kinda get a glimpse of what Danny's going for, but then you get this like feeling all at once. Maybe there is a connection, then you find out there is a connection. Mm-hmm. It was it was not bad storytelling at all. Yeah. Everything led to something. That's good sto- storytelling. You didn't just get stuff after stuff after stuff. No, it was good because it all comes back. My honorable mentions mm-hmm. is the don't walk away where it goes into this weird cartoon scene. <laughs> uh, it gives me like Thumbelina vibes. Like uh, <laughs> in a way, they turn into like fish and like Sunny and Kira. They're fish and then they're birds. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> There's a, <laughs> lot, a lot going on in that scene, but it's good. Kind of like with the beginning scene of Greece. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Kind of, yeah, yes, I guess. And then my other honorable mention was at the end, which I think I know what you were talking about at the beginning now, when she goes to see her dad. Because mm-hmm. she sings Suspended in Time. Yeah. And that's the part where she's like in the nothingness just singing this song. Um, but I was thinking about the ending where Kira finally decides... She has made, she's done an oopsie and she has fallen in love with her artist when she's not supposed to do that. She's just supposed to be the muse, be the inspiration. And then once the artist achieves their goal, she's supposed to leave. Well, after Sunny and Danny come up with the idea of Xanadu, she's completed her goal, but she doesn't want to leave Sunny because she fell in love with him. So she goes up to wherever Zeus is. Give (laughs) Give up her powers. Yeah, and she tells her dad, like, I'm in love with him. And he's like, you you dumb idiot. You're not yeah. supposed to do that. <laughs> what are you doing, you fool? <laughs> I almost said something meaner. I'm glad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he, like, gets mad at her. And he's like, you can't do that. Like, you're a muse. You're not supposed to be falling in love with people. Like, Zeus has any room to talk, first of all. Well, you know, but... he didn't think it was amusing, so. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that was another scene that... Where she convinces her dad to let her stay with mm-hmm. Sonny. And yeah, <laughs> that's that's about it. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm glad I watched Xanadu. It's not a terrible movie at all. I think it gets... I think people take too many things serious about movies. Mm-hmm. And they lose the element of fun. No, Like this movie was definitely made to cash in on like... Get that grease money. Not just getting that grease money, but you had like all those fantasy movies that came out all at once. Mm-hmm. And this is just one of those movies that were right in that whirlpool. Yeah. Yeah. Now, did you, had you ever even heard of Xanadu before yeah, that of point? course. You just never watched it until, mm-hmm. okay. I can't believe you passed up on it. Why did you, why did it take you so long to watch it? Grease was a better movie. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. I'll say that for what it is. I mean, <laughs> Olivia Newton-John had already gotten past this movie and was getting physical. Depending on the vibe you're going for. I mean, if you're down with like the high school scene and all that, yes, of course, Grease is a good movie because everyone's been through it. Not everyone has had a Greek muse help them out with their art. <laughs> so that may be harder to, <laughs> to That's um, true. I don't know, connect with. Let me I ask you this. Would you rather have like a Danny it. Zuko? Or a... Or a Sunny. Um, here I we think go. Sunny. You f- are full of shit. I'm not going off of looks here. You 
you love bad boys. What are you talking about? I do, <laughs> but I also know that Sonny is true to himself. He is an artist. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Who are you right now? <laughs> he is his own person where Danny is too busy trying to fit his friend's mold. And I don't think I could put up with that for very long. That would be hard to have this dude that's like, I have an image. It's like, oh my God, get he over yourself. He stops doing that. No, all he does is mold himself to her and then she changes for him and then they're both on the, it's a mess. It's they're, a mess. They're for each other. They even say that. Well, we go together. Well. Yeah, yeah, got it. A lot bamboo, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> no, I still think I would pick Sunny. I'll not grease Sunny, but Xanadu <laughs> 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 Sunny. I've, I, I fit with me. I'm picking Olivia Newton-John from Greece. Sandy Olsen. Ten times out of ten. Not Kira. Not Kira. Kira Zeus. I don't... She doesn't have a Kira Zeus. <laughs> um, Kira, goddess of the wind and, and water. Oh. oh. Mm, I stand by it. I pick Sunny. Okay. Uh, now, for looks, is Danny. Sandy, for real. Yeah, I'm Sandy Olsen. I'm not digging the Sunny's hair in this. If his hair is as long as my hair, that's a problem. <laughs> um. I take young John Travolta. I know. Mm-hmm. Ten times out of ten, I know. <laughs> I yeah, that's going to be our scenes if you want to hit me with some trivia. Yeah, uh, this movie actually is what created the Golden Raspberry Awards. Uh-oh, that sounds bad. The people that designed it uh, designed it solely because of how bad they thought this movie was. What? And this movie is the only movie... From the original run of Golden Raspberries to be nominated decades later for Raspberries anything. or is it Razzies? I thought it was called a Razzie. It's called the Raspberries now, or the Razzies, but okay. it was the Golden Raspberry Awards. Okay. Because I've heard of Razzie Awards. Yeah. So it's the same thing? Yeah. Okay. And it's oh. been nominated multiple times through them. That's mean. And it really is. Not fair. The it, music's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> it, I'll tell you what, it's even been nominated for with the Golden Razzies. Worst picture, worst director, worst actor, worst actress, <gasps> worst screenplay, worst original song. Suspended in time. Shut the front door. They're, they nominate Olivia Newton-John for worst actress? Yes. Get out of here. She did fine. Right. It's just, they just <laughs> hated the song. And then at the 2005, to celebrate 25 years of Golden Razzies, uh, it was nominated again for worst musical of, our, of their first 25 years. It didn't win. They only have one thing win out of all of those, and it what? was Worst Director. Man, I bet he's mad. <laughs> Greenwald? Yeah. <laughs> Greenwald? I don't know how you would say it. I think it's Greenwald. It's just, it's stupid, because you had all kinds of other things that came out. Like, you had the Stinker Bad Movie Awards, and this was, that went away, though. I don't like the idea of the Razzies. Here's the thing. Can you just, like, hate a movie and just be done with it. Be like, I watched that movie. I didn't like that movie. It was a bad movie. I talk about movies I don't like, but you know what I didn't do? I didn't create an entire committee and award ceremony to to put those people on blast for how much I hated <laughs> those movies. How how hurt do you have to be by a film to go to those lengths? <laughs> Pray, tell me. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> this movie's it's got such a big cult following. Like it's like there's like all these things in like Sweden and overseas mm-hmm. where there's like these roller things that are just going on. People love Xanadu overseas. Well, good. You know what? I think roller skating's making a comeback. 
it did for a little bit there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was even at the beginning of COVID. I don't know. Maybe people were just like, oh, I there, gotta do something. There's an, like a stage adaptation of Xanadu that's been going oh. strong since 2001. Uh, that'd be fun to see. Yeah, it's got people that deliver the movie's dialogue and then they lip sync the, to the songs. I guess it's it, it's a big deal. Like people huh. really try to get tickets for it. Okay. A lot of people have said what we said about this too. Uh, a movie happens like th- when a movie happens like this, you have to blame cocaine. Jesus, <laughs> <laughs> is that why you said it so much? No, I just happened <laughs> to see this as I was scrolling through, looking oh, at something. Oh my lord! <laughs> I. <laughs> I don't I hate don't this know. movie. Do not let let it sound like I hate this movie. I don't. It's <laughs> it's good. It's roller disco at its best. Look, I had the unique opportunity to watch this as a kid because my mom liked the movie. And so we had it in our house at a young mm-hmm. age. So I've grown up with this movie. You didn't see it until you were an adult. But growing up with it, I thought it was an entertaining movie. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. There's movies that I like that are dumb as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got to check say out that. that. As an adult. That one that Michael Beck's in. I don't want to lose that. <laughs> <laughs> that had oh, the weird, um, uh, I was going to say, you know, you were mentioning the song Magic. It was number one in the U.S. and the U.K. That's what I thought. Okay, so the song and they try to. Oh, you said they, the soundtrack was big. Yeah. At first, I thought the Razzies, they were going to give it to that. But no, they, it was for suddenly or not yeah. suddenly suspended in time. Yeah. Still, no, don't agree. You also had, what was the other big, obviously Xanadu, it was big overseas, it was mm-hmm. number one in the UK. This move, this song had two number one hits in the UK on it. Xanadu and, mm-hmm. uh, what did you just say? Magic. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> but, I mean, ELO charted over there, the tubes charted over there. I figure I, with and Xanadu I'm alive. was a number one. Xanadu was a number one hit for two straight weeks. So there you, you can go. Escape it. There it is. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that Magic charted the pop charts here. That's crazy to me. I thought it did. That's not surprising to me. But just it's Olivia Newton-John. I don't know. That's crazy. the The album itself, like it, it's a, it's still a smash in the UK. Good. <laughs> Sometimes they get it right. Sometimes they don't. <laughs> but there's all kinds of cool stuff. Like that part you mentioned about the the cartoon. Uh-huh. That was only added so they could add, add more music to the movie. Yeah. I mean, you can only show them roller skating so much. Before yeah. Before it gets old. Because <laughs> adding the cartoon scene made it so they could add the song without having to make up more dialogue or make it fit into the movie and make it make sense. They really want, don't walk away. Yeah. <laughs> they really need that song. There. Don't walk away. <laughs> don't say goodbye. Love that song. <laughs> <laughs> oh, in the final uh, ballroom scene, uh, there's a group of break dancers. Uh-huh. That's uh, the guy that plays Ozone in Breaking and Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo, which I've dropped in the past. I, and I have no, every time you say it, I just say, uh-huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. Those movies are so over the top. They're they're on Xanadu's plane. That guy has been in three cheesy movies. The guy oh, plays Ozone. Oh, Lord. <laughs> <laughs> so Grease was Olivia Newton-John's uh, third film. Okay. Uh, she's in, she was in two bad, like, Australian movies, but she... This is her first uh, 
movie she considered a sci-fi that she got to uh, act in. Like she considered I this guess. movie sci-fi. Yeah, because you're incorporating muses and gods and goddesses <laughs> and things like that. Sure. That's a stretch, but sure. Yeah, because this movie made uh, made its money back, there was consideration for a sequel. And apparently oh. there was there was a script. You didn't make that much money back. <laughs> Sit down. <laughs> no, but if you if you could double your money, I mean, that's still making a profit. It's, that's worthy of making a, another movie. I guess. <laughs> Sequels almost never do as good as the the original. No. So if you just doubled your money, ten million to twenty three million, I I don't know if they could even break twenty in the second on a sequel. I don't I don't think it would have. Mm-hmm. I really don't. Because you probably wouldn't have gotten Olivia for it, and then what are you gonna do? Then you have no draw. Like I don't know. I don't know who you could have put in that place. I really, I don't know who you could have put in there. For Olivia and John's part? Yeah, I'm saying for a sequel. I guarantee she wouldn't have signed on for a sequel. In the, in the early 80s? It would have had to be somebody that was big in television, honestly. I'm not, I, don't, I don't even I'm, think movie like television. Yeah, that's... That's, that's where movies always fell to the wayside when they would make us when the sequel craze came in. Which started with the 80s. Do you think she would have signed on for the sequel? Money talks. I, I, I don't see it, but I maybe. I just, yeah, this was Gene Kelly's last movie. He officially oh. retired because his legs couldn't handle the because everybody wanted him to dance and everything. And he did. He did do some dancing in this, but yeah, I could see taking a toll. They chose the name Danny for his character, uh, because of Greece. And because no. it was his uh, name in the film Cover Girl, one of his more well-known pictures. Hmm. Okay. So Gene Kelly was like, oh, you're going to give me the name Danny again. I have to use the name Danny. And they're like, yeah. And then uh, someone told him on set, they, they're, it's because of Danny Zuko from the movie she just came from. <laughs> you know, if you think about it in a weird roundabout way, because Danny was her first, well, not her first, but her last artist before Sonny. Mm-hmm. So it's it is kind of telling. It's like, oh, she was just with Danny, and now she's with Sonny. Mm-hmm. So look at that. Uh, one of the headlines for the movie uh, when it went to review was Xana don't. No, <laughs> <laughs> dang it. <laughs> oh man, yeah. There's a lot of things that came from this. Olivia John met her husband on set. Uh, this yeah. is his. M- his most noted movie, uh, but he was also in My Tutor. But he wasn't he in Greece too. Yes, as one of the backup singers, or whatever you call them, the Sandman the, singers. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, I, they're not a quartet. There, there are three of them. I don't know what you would call that. <laughs> a, a trifecta. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, the building you have such a in like crazy obsession with that they end up putting a roller rink into uh-huh it's the pan pacific auditorium it's oh. on uh, beverly boulevard mm. in hollywood it used to be the old uh cbs television city studio okay hmm. yeah is there uh, any, anything else oh that's a you question you got oh. anything else for me <laughs> <laughs> well they put up in 2002 they put a new building up but they still paid homage to Xanadu because Xanadu was the last film they let 
film in there. Yes. That's cool. I'm going to say that's enough trivia for now. All right. <laughs> well, I guess we can rate this thing now. I'm ready. First thing we're going to rate it on is the rewatch. This is a feel-good movie for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely has to be like a nice day. I'm not watching this on a rainy day or anything like that in the winter time. Yeah, yeah, it's already been a good mood. <laughs> oh god! Or you would Xana don't. You know what? I'm listening to the soundtrack on the way home. So I know I'll never forget when we were going to Cincinnati, and we put on the you just randomly picked the Xanadu soundtrack, and then we're singing every song on the soundtrack, and I was like, "What is happening in this car?" <laughs> um. I was impressed because I I didn't even know you liked the movie. I do, I do, but I think for rewatch I'm gonna give it a three. It's it, it, rewatch. The elements have to be in place for me to watch this. Yeah, movie. for sure. Like I don't right want to give it a three. What? <laughs> you can give it what you want to give it. For me, well, Just I don't. I don't mind. Honest. I don't mind watching it because I think it. I think the enjoyment you get out of it makes it more enjoyable for me. I'll give it a three. I'll Thank be fair. You. <laughs> um, then the next thing we will rate it on is the legacy of this legacy. movie. Okay. <laughs> people talk about how the, this movie didn't do well and people don't like it, but y'all want to parody it so bad. American yeah. Dad. Like, it shows up randomly. Okay, not a lot of places, but... Anybody that's a fan of music and musicals, they reference this movie a lot. Hopefully. It's been referenced in The Symptoms, but what hasn't? <laughs> right. The, uh, I think... Oh God. I'm going to give it a two, just because I know it doesn't have a ton of legacy. Even though it does pop up in uh, pop culture occasionally, not enough. it's so obscure yeah. when it does. I'll give it, I'll give it a two and a half. Okay. Being generous, I see. Mm-hmm. Because of the cult following it has overseas, I was going to give it a, a higher rating. Just know that. That's true. I didn't consider that. But... Yeah, because you are one of those closed-minded people that only oh, think of the United States. You hush. No. I didn't realize it was that big overseas. I'm not overseas. <laughs> it's like ABBA. <laughs> the last... Oh, and if you're going to have a fan, I feel like you would like this. I'm just saying. I like ABBA. Yeah. And you like the movie, I think. Yeah. Okay. There I'll, you go. I'll hate either one. The last thing we're going to rate it on is the look and feel of this movie. Very, very. It, it's definitely a time capsule. Yeah. It's got the Which 70s like. feel. It is definitely 70s feeling. Mm-hmm. It, the soundtrack, spot on. 100%. Love it. Almost every song. Yeah. I can give out a 10 out of 10. The um, visuals, like I said, my favorite scene where the two, the the swing and the rock and roll clash. Mm-hmm. Love that visual. And it's really Just fun say you're how, out of five. Well, the music comes together. I'm explaining. Okay. <laughs> uh, fine, I'll give it a five. I love when movies are of their era. Yeah. And this movie is definitely of its era. So I have a lot of respect for that. And I, I'll most definitely give out a five. Oh, good. Overall, I would give this movie a two and a half, three. I'm going to give it a three and a half. I think you need to watch it, especially if you're a musical person, um, if you're an ABBA person, if you're into that 70s style Mm -hmm. design. um, I think it can 
uh, appeal to several different types of people if you're looking for that sort of thing. I know it's hard if you don't like musicals. It's you're probably going to have a hard time watching this. It's definitely for people that really are into like roller skating. And if you like... If you... If you like things of the 70s, it's just, this is that movie for you. Because I know a lot of people love that like dress now. Mm-hmm. And those kind of movies are really getting another view. Well, and it's family friendly. There's nothing in mm-hmm. here that you wouldn't want your kids to walk in on. There's a love story there. I mean, you got a little bit of everything. Got Olivia Newton-John. <laughs> yeah. And she is good in it. I, I'll say that. She is good in it. But I think that's going to wrap up this episode then. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah. <laughs> then I do. <laughs> Can't cry on you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you don't have to keep listening to our terrible singing. No. But you can stick around. Terrible. And, what? Hmm? You can stick around and listen to a sneak peek of our next episode, which may actually... You know what? No, it's you not can't go- do that yet, Meg. What? <laughs> You can't you can't cut us off yet. Oh we have no! To do. I and I just kicked it because I was so excited. <laughs> I know. We do have one more announcement, which it's not. By the time you're hearing this, it's not going to be live yet. But it will be. It's alive. July first, if all goes well, we will have our Patreon up and running, and we will have some exclusive content mm-hmm. on there. Do we want to say what they, those things are? Um. Not yet. You sure? Say, yeah, we'll give it a little bit more time. I think. It's definitely some solo stuff we've been working on. We will say that. Yeah. And if you're not familiar with Patreon, it is uh, a subscription a website that's connected to our podcast that we can give you guys exclusive content. Eventually in the future, if we get some merch going, we can even give away some merch on there. Mm -hmm. But it's a subscription that you can donate at different tiers, anything from like $1 and up, depending on what we decide on. But I will say that at the starting level and up, at $1, you can get access to all of our extra episodes. And um, I'll, maybe we'll shout your name out here, too. Mm-hmm. Thank you for donating. And please don't think that it's just going to be movies. No, someone, there will be more. Someone's already asked me about that because they knew it was coming. And please do not think that. No, when we started this podcast, we knew that uh, it would be a little bit more than that. We had a, a different vision for it at the start, and it's mm-hmm. kind of morphed into this. Yeah, it's got so, pigeonholed into this right now. But it's there's definitely going to be other things discussed and we're going to be expanding through the patreon it may bleed into the normal everyday episodes that you'll get but our goal is to at the bare minimum have two episodes a month for you in patreon two bonus episodes if not more kind of there's just a good chance on, though that i could do more it just I've depends on the, i'm ready our for. workload and how things look for us but we can guarantee you'll get something from both of us in patreon so mm-hmm. once that goes live july 1st mark your calendars check that out we'll also link it on our website where you can go to patreon and check out our subscriptions and what we're offering you precisely yes <laughs> <laughs> and now stick around for a sneak peek for next week's episode which we're still i'm still gonna bum you guys out <laughs> it's not the one we did last week either we've got something else to cover before we get to that yeah. because it's the first of the month which means i have to finally show john a movie that he's not seen 
with a character from the last movie that he picked. Yeah, you've... Oh, yeah, because I guess you picked Now and Then. I did Now and Then. I did Airheads. And then you picked Airheads. So now I've got to show a movie to you that we can discuss next week for our first of the month episode. Do you even have one in mind? (laughs) Yeah, I do. Okay, because I'm trying to think of who you could possibly get. Like, is it going to be like a Steve Buscemi movie? Oh, my God. I don't know. We'll find out. Stick around. (laughs) See ya. Okay, bye. Next week on the Retro Club. <laughs> so dumb. It starts with a J. Steve. <laughs> he has the most basic name. He does, but he has the most wonderful hair. You hate mullets. It's not really a mullet. It is a mullet. More Get the fuck out of here. A, a bouffant. It's not a bouffant. <laughs> yeah. He just takes a mole then. Because he even teaches Dustin how to do it. Yeah, but Dustin's is like curly and gross. I know. It does he, got the curl at the end. That's where it gets nasty. Yeah, it's <laughs> awful. Yeah. He, he had like a greasy one. It's not good. What did they use? Like Aquanet? I don't think that was Aquanet. I think he just straight used like French Red Grease. Like Chris Gummer yeah. or something. <laughs> like it was shining. Ooh. Shiny. I mean, I don't know. That was a weird dynamic, but I do. I love him as Steve. Just taking all those kids under his wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Has he done anything else? This movie. Oh, yeah. <laughs>